Good afternoon. Uh, during today's legislative hearing, we'll consider three bills. S4870, the Thule River Tribe Reserved Water uh, Rights Settlement Act of 2022. S4896, the Pueblos of Jemez and Zia Water Rights Settlement Act of 2022. And S4898, the Pueblos of Acoma and Laguna Water Rights Settlement Act of 2022. S4870, uh, introduced by Senators Padilla and Feinstein, would quantify the Thule River's tribe surface water rights, appropriate funding for the construction of water storage projects, and codify the tribe's agreements with downstream water users. Senator Heinrich's bills S4896 and 4898 would ratify the agreements between that the uh, Jemez and Zia Pueblos and the Acoma and Laguna Pueblos respectively negotiated with the state of New Mexico and various local water users regarding the Pueblos respective water rights. These bills would also provide funding necessary uh, uh, to effect the settlements. Senator Lujan, of course, is a co-sponsor of both bills. Uh, before I turn to Vice Chair Murkowski for her opening statement, I'd like to extend my welcome and thanks to our witnesses today. I look forward to your testimony and our uh, discussion, and I'll recognize uh, Vice Chair Murkowski before recognizing our colleagues to make their introductions of our panelists. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and uh, good afternoon to those who are serving on today's panel, but to the many, many who have traveled uh, quite a distance, as I understand, to be here in, in Washington, D.C. for this very important hearing. I'm going to keep my comments brief uh, after our business meeting. I know having a full panel, that takes some time, and I know we want to hear from you. All three of these bills would approve and authorize federal funding to carry out the settlements of Indian water rights claims in two states, that of New Mexico and California. I understand that securing an adequate, reliable water supply for these native communities is paramount, and negotiated water settlements continue to be the preferred method to reach consensus to accomplish that goal. So I congratulate the tribal nations here today for getting to this point in the process. I understand it has not been easy. I understand it has been very, very long. Uh, so I look forward to learning more about each of the settlement bills before us today. I want to acknowledge that for some of our witnesses here, this may in fact be the first time that they've had an opportunity to participate in a, in a Senate hearing. And so you honor us with your presence and uh, we're, we're very proud um, that we could be at this place to have such a positive hearing. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, it gives me great pleasure to introduce uh, uh, Senator Lujan, a great member of this committee and a great advocate for uh, Indian country in New Mexico. Senator Lujan. Well, thank you, Chair and Vice Chair, for holding this important hearing. And thank you to our friend and senior senator of New Mexico for his work and for joining us today to speak in support of Senate Bills 4898 and 4896, critical water rights legislation for the Pueblos of Acaman, Laguna, Jemez, and Zia, that I'm proud to co-sponsor. It gives me great pleasure to welcome the governors from the four Pueblos and their staff and council members, as well as the guests in the audience from the New Mexico Office of the State Engineer who have traveled far and have worked together to um, find agreement and bring us to where we are today. I have also received substantial correspondence from water basin users, both tribal and non-tribal, expressing support for these two bills, and I'll be asking unanimous consent at the end of this, Mr. Chairman, to submit them into the record. These pieces of legislation, which come at a critical time, ratify water rights settlements that have been decades in the making. Uncertainties facing the Jemez River and Rio San Jose basins 
due to drought and climate change threatened the deeply rooted traditions that make New Mexico so unique. These increased strains on the Rio San Jose and the Rio Jemez have dramatically reduced water supply for Pueblo and non-Pueblo users. These pieces of legislation have broad support and I appreciate everyone that's taken the time to work neighbor to neighbor, friend to friend, to find agreement. That's not easy to do and you are all to be applauded for getting that done. Um, the governors that are here, friends, leaders, mentors, um, they have done incredible work and in addition to the work they do as governors, they carry out many other responsibilities and bring in expertise from the work that they have done. I'm honored to have the opportunity to recognize the four Pueblo governors from New Mexico. On today's panel is Governor Randall Vicente, an enrolled member of the Pueblo of Acoma, who is of the Eagle Clan. He grew up with his grandparents learning the arts of ranching, traditional farming, being a traditional leader. He previously served as the second lieutenant governor for Acoma Pueblo, 2001, 2002, 2011, and 2012, and worked with the Pueblo's Department of Natural Resources. It's also my pleasure to introduce Governor Martin Kowimi, another friend that has an exceptional background. First elected to the council in 2017, Mr. Chairman, he then became a staff officer in 2021 before he assumed the governorship in August. He's married and has three beautiful children. Thank you for being with us, sir. I'm also glad to see our friend Governor Raymond Loretto of Jemez Pueblo here with us. Not only is Dr. Loretto a full-time governor, he is also a practicing veterinarian who operates his own clinic near Hemis Pueblo. So we depend on him a lot. He has served as an active member of the Tribal Council since 2004, previously elected governor in 2003 and 2015, and as first lieutenant governor in 2001. Um, also very involved as it pertains to public health and making sure that we're all better. Finally, I'm proud to welcome Governor Gabriel Galvan. It's an honor to have you, sir, a friend of my father's. Um, and the stories that you shared working with my late dad, um, they're, they're, they, they touch me in my heart and they, I carry them with me everywhere that I go. It means a lot. Before taking office in 2022, he served as a BIA police officer for nearly 30 years. When he's not tending to tribal government matters, he is pursuing his longtime passion of ranching. Governors, it's an honor to have you here and all of our guests, the councils, and I yield back. Thank you, Senator Lujan. Senator Heinrich. Chairman Schatz and Ranking Member Murkowski, thank you so much for holding this hearing on two bills of critical importance to New Mexico's water future. Uh, thank you to Assistant Secretary Newland, Governor Vicente, Governor Loretto, Governor Cuimi, Governor Galvan, for being here today to speak about these incredibly important settlements. And I want to thank every New Mexican along the way who has worked so hard um, not just for years, but for decades, to bring these settlements to fruition. The bills before you today would settle the water rights of pueblos in the Rio Jemez and Rio San Jose basins. For more than a century, the United States has failed to protect the water rights of these four pueblos. As a result, members of these pueblos have suffered from inadequate water supplies. And water is, of course, a health issue, but it's also an economic issue. It's hard to bring jobs and to bring economic development to any community that can't guarantee reliable water for business. The failure of the United States to ensure that these Pueblos could use the water that they have always owned has reverberated throughout generations. 
It has a direct impact on the well-being of Pueblo members today, and it's long past time that we make this right. This legislation would implement two settlement agreements that have been carefully negotiated between the tribes, the state of New Mexico, neighboring water users, and the Department of Interior. And I want to thank all of the parties for their tireless work in reaching a settlement agreement for these two basins. This legislation would fully settle the claims of the Pueblo of Laguna and the Pueblo of Acoma in the Rio San Jose Basin, as well as the claims of the Pueblo of Jemez and the Pueblo of Zia in the Rio Jemez Basin. The settlements will provide critically needed funding for water infrastructure to develop and distribute new water to Pueblo homes and businesses. They will make it possible for these Pueblos to finally use the water that they have been owed for more than a century. Over the last 15 years, Congress working through this committee has made real progress on making tribes whole for the water that has always been theirs. We have an opportunity to take yet another step toward, uh, forward on what that important work by approving these two settlements. Finally, I want to mention, um, you know, my colleague Senator Lujan and I started on the analogous House Committee many years ago. And we realized in doing our first water settlements that those negotiations started a few years before the two of us were born. This represents the work of generations, four decades of hard work to get to where we are here today. And I want to thank him for his leadership in uh, helping us to get where we are today. Governors, thank you so much. Chairman, ranking member, thank you for having me here today. Thank you very much uh, to the incredible delegation uh, from New Mexico. It now gives uh, 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 Senator Murkowski and I great pleasure to introduce the uh, senator from California, uh, our friend, Mr. Padilla. Thank you, uh, Mr. Chair and Ranking Member Murkowski for uh, allowing me the opportunity to uh, join you today. It's an honor for me to introduce Neil Peron, chairman of the Thule River Tribe, and to say a few words on behalf of my bill to formally recognize the tribe's water rights. Uh, as this committee understands very well, that uh, to understand the uh, injustice that our legislation seeks to correct, you first need to know a little bit about the history of the uh, federal uh, government's relationship with the Thule River tribe in California. The uh, Thule River tribe is the second largest tribe in California with over 1,900 tribal members. The federal government first established the tribe's reservation in 1856 with the specific goal of providing the tribe with the farmland and water resources needed to be self-sufficient. Unfortunately, uh, federal agents then fraudulently stole their land and the tribe was forced to move to a new reservation upstream. This new land, the basis for the tribe's current reservation does not have the irrigation or water storage facilities that they were promised. As a result, the Thule River tribe now faces a constant battle simply to access clean water. Families are forced to haul in water by truck for their own daily hygiene or for their children to drink. And on days when water access is too tough to get, some simply go without enough water. It's unacceptable that members of the Thule River tribe, or any tribe for that matter, should face with a daily struggle for water. 
into moral failure of our own making, and it's the direct result of a broken promise made by the federal government. That's why Senator Feinstein and I introduced the Tule River Tribe Reserved Water Rights Settlement Act of 2022. My bill would uh, quantify the tribe's water rights, providing funding for a water storage project, and transfer approximately 9,000 acres of Forest Service lands to the tribe to manage the watershed's headwaters. This is the culmination of decades of efforts by the Thule River Tribe, including Chairman Perron, to work with the federal government and downstream water users to secure their water rights without resorting to, to litigation. For too long, the federal government has failed to live up to its trust and treaty responsibilities to the tribe, leaving them in the current water crisis. This bill will change that. I urge my colleagues to advance this bill in order to uh, do right by the Tule River tribe and rectify 150 years of broken promises. And I'm now honored to introduce one of the leaders of that diligent effort for justice, Chairman Neil Perron, who is here to testify on behalf of the tribe. He has served as the tribe's chairman for 15 years and previously served as the tribe's vice chairman and secretary treasurer. The chairman is a true civil servant, having served on many local, state, and federal and tribal committees, including the Bureau of Indian Affairs Policy Committee, the Intertribal Council Timber Committee, and the Central California Tribal Forum Committee. Chairman, we're so grateful for you being here today, and thank you once again for your tireless advocacy for the tribe. Mr. Chair. Thank you very much, uh, Senator Padilla. We'll now uh, start with our testimony, uh, starting... Uh, with someone who has yet to be introduced, uh, the Honorable Brian Newland, uh, Assistant Secretary for Indian Affairs at the U.S. Department of Interior. Please proceed with your, with your testimony, and please, uh, all testifiers, if you could confine your testimony to five minutes or fewer, uh, that would be great. Thanks, Secretary. <laughs> 